and oh they're, they're, oh, there are times that Renee's like, oh my God, just because you're a celebrity, you think you're a celebrity, and dude, I, I, we are always, so Renee's the celebrity, just uh-huh. so you guys know. Renee is the celebrity. When Renee is grumpy and unhappy, the whole team is scared all out of their minds. That is not true. When, when Renee is not happy, we're all scared. We're always waiting on Renee to get things started. You know, that's celebrity shit. That is celebrity shit. Um, you look great as always, which oh. I, I'm, um, I'm a little... Uh, or my gran- you're going to call it my granny chic or whatever with my pajamas? No, it's just different. Yeah, I mean, it's something, it's something that, that you normally don't do. Well, I had on a completely different outfit and was like going to be right on time. Well, not completely different, but I had on a different top and then the zipper busted, but it busted like when it only busts halfway down. So I couldn't even get out of it. Well, she was walking around like, eh, help me, help me. And, and I was like, I don't know how I'm going to get, we're going to have to cut me out of this shirt. I am not going to, luckily Lori just kept like. Yep. Miss Lori. Yes. Um, and then the zipper completely broke off. And then I put this on and I was like rushing so that I, you know, I'm not late. And now it's too tight on my arms. I'm like, look. Oh, I'm like Hulk in my shirt. So I'm grumpy because now, You look great. You look now great. My clothes don't fit. I, well, you're, you're, you're feeling a little negative because you have been working hard. Uh, we both yeah. have. We've both been in the gym um, extra, extra hard lately. Um and you're frustrated because you don't think you're you're getting any gains, but I think you look beautiful. Well, I I'm think frustrated. you look strong. Thank you, but I'm frustrated because the numbers going up on the scale, and because my clothes don't fit. And I think those are like the two most important things to oh, not most important things. I shouldn't say it like that, but like when it comes to weight loss, oh, you just want to feel good in your clothes. Well, and you don't want to see the number go up on the scale. Just so everybody knows that I am going to look fantastic. For my special in three months. And I'm going to be fluffy. And, no, and I'm going to continue to do what I have studied and learned and talk to people like your sister and our friend Courtney and all the things that I have learned, I have tried to share with you, but you're like, no, that's not it. No, I'm not doing that. Okay, you do you. No, I you am. Do you. I am doing the food. Everyone you, says you, you have to lift weights, so I'm lifting weights, but I, I don't like... You I, do you. My my waist, my clothes fit comfy in my waist, but they are tighter in the thighs and they are tighter in the arms. And I don't like that. I want like long and lean body, not you, you, Hulk. You, no, it's you, you do you. I'm not going to sit here and argue with you. I'm not, I've, I've tried to tell you your sister, Rebecca. Oh my gosh. That girl, her discipline. And I did not know. You know, you look at your, your your sister at one point was was big. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I mean, she was big. And when she was big. Well, she's a tall girl. Yes. So like- but she was big. And what I'm saying is that I did not know that her body could be lean the way it is. Yeah. I thought, oh, well, because she's shaped that way, that she's going to. Even when she lifts weights and loses weight, mm-hmm. she but she got so lean and she's so freaking lean. But I'm I'm following the things that she's telling me what to do because I believe because I've seen her accomplish it. I've seen yeah. her body go from you know thick in the thighs to lean thighs. Yeah, I saw her. So anyway, I'm gonna do what I do. You do what you do because. Don't ask me for advice. Um, um, I'm not I don't gonna, think I'm I did. Gonna, I'm not going to argue with you. I don't think I did. Did I ask you for advice? I don't think I I'm did. I'm not going to argue with you. Play back the um, tape. 
but we had a uh, we had a wonderful well, and we, we had a uh, an interesting you know, Mama Mia and, and Daddy Raymond are so appreciative of all of you, and you know, for whatever reason, yesterday they were watching last week's podcast, and uh-huh. your mom was sending play by play. I mean, literally play by play. She was live live tweeting, live yeah. commenting, but text messages as the po- and, and it was funny because there were some things that she said that I was like. Oh, what do we talk about? So I, I had to, I had to go back and and watch uh, what she was talking about about that episode, and you know she really loved the episode, and and um, I'm glad she did. But yeah. uh, it was funny that that she was like, oh yeah, me and Babe, or she calls him Babe, you know, we all call him Babe, uh, Daddy Raymond. She said, oh, me and Daddy Raymond are just sitting here watching uh, the podcast, and then she would like, oh, I agree with that, or <laughs> pray on that, you know. So it, it was really cool to, to kind of, you know, there has been quite some time where normal communication with your parents has been gone, right? Yeah. Um, anytime that we were communicating with your parents, it was all about the cancer and all about, well, what treatments are next and what are we doing next? And, you know, yeah. where are you going to stay and who's going to go visit? And, you know, we, we have not had just a, back and forth of talking about something other than than yeah. the cancer. So it was really nice that, that she sent those messages. And then um, my sister and my dad, uh, stepmom, uh, and my sister's family came in for the Labor Day weekend. I, I was just telling Rick, like, it was the first non-crazy weekend that we had. Yeah. You know, where it was, it wasn't a party. Yeah. We didn't have to prepare anything. No. Nope. You know, we didn't go nuts. Uh, we just hung, just kind of relaxed and hung out with each other and jumped in the pool. And everybody kind of felt the same. Everybody was just very, um, uh, just ready to relax. A chill, every, a chill weekend. You know, it, like, was, it wasn't a woohoo, let's party. Yeah. It was more of a, hey, we're going to bed. Yeah, let's all go sleep. You know, so uh-huh. it was... It was a very, Which is very, so weird yeah, to you, not like stay you, up and play music loud and hang. And drink like, till, me and Kenny usually drink till two, three in the morning. Yeah. Right? But poor Kenny, he's a, you know, they're, they're grandparents and they, he had to babysit uh, while their daughter went to uh, the Aggie game. But A one-year-old. Oh, dude, it wore, Kenny gave us that look like, help me, somebody help me with this mm-hmm. kid, right? Um, but it was, it was just a really chill weekend. And then. Yesterday we slept in and we were both like. No, not only did we, we all, we, I mean, we didn't sleep in that late, but we stayed in bed and like, we kept waiting for the kids to come and jump in the bed and they never well, did. No, it, it, kids are so <laughs> weird in the fact that, you know, Renee and I slept in, no kids came to our room. Then Renee and I just kind of laid in bed together, uh-huh. just relaxing, you know, hugging each other. And then we were like, oh, this, this is great. This <laughs> Oh, is, We're talking about nice. like our California days We're like, being oh, young man. and like, like not having oh. to wake up. We're just laying around, no kids, nobody's begging us for breakfast. Like, but then when your parents, you start going, where are these kids? <laughs> Why aren't they in here? Usually they're jumping on the bed cuddling with us. What are they what? doing? What are they getting into? So then Renee got up and she's like, kids, come here. So then Renee jumps back in the bed and we're like. Waiting for them to come. They're coming. <laughs> Dude, they didn't come. And we were like, man, what the hell? Where's our kids? They don't want to be with us. Like, so why aren't weird. they annoying us right now? Like, th- there is a, a weird, but but it, it, it that's how I feel on the road, right? Like, that that first day I'm on the road, like I said, where you're like, 
oh man, great. And yeah. then you're like, where's my kids? Wait, right? where's my family? Yeah, where's no, my Garrett family? was like, had his tablet, very happy to have no one bother him. And Delilah had taken all of his Hot Wheels, and there's a circular coffee table in there, and she had lined them up all the way around the coffee table. Yeah, they were just playing in the in the playroom and just hanging out, and and um, we all decided for the first time, and it was a very normal Monday. Um, you know, we don't we don't really go out in public um, together usually. And I don't really try to go out in public because, you know, I run into fans and, and it, it turns into a thing for me. But a quick errand can turn into an hour long. Yeah. And, yeah. and Monday we were like, um, hey, let's just run these errands together. And we needed a birthday gift for a party Garrett had that afternoon. Yeah. So the whole family jumped in the car and we ran errands together. And, and um, we don't ever do that. I mean, People waved at me and, and people kind of stopped and looked, but nobody stopped me for a picture. And it was very normal. It was very, it, 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 it was really nice. Yeah. And it really felt old school. It felt the way I grew up. Yeah. You know, we, we had to go with our parents to run. Yeah. Out, you just do everything you know. together. Yeah. Um, but it was a great morning and we had a great lunch together as a family and it was just. Delilah a, didn't pee on anything. There were no meltdowns. It was like really. It was great. I mean, and, you know, we went to Academy. <laughs> we went and had lunch at Cheddar's. We went to um, several places to get a Target. Gift. Yeah. yeah. Don't say that name. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we don't need that. Shit. <laughs> uh, bleep out Target. <laughs> um, but but it was it was it was fun. Yeah. You know, for, well, I don't know if like fun is the word I would use, but it was very pleasant just to like run errands as a family and like not have to be like, hurry up, load up kids. We got to, you know, we got to be a baseball practice. What's next? We gotta, and, yeah. you know, it, it was, it was, it was great, man. Yeah. It was awesome. And I really enjoyed being with my family. A just us. Labor and then, day. And now back to the grind. Yeah. Well, then the evening, you know, my favorite time is, is me and the kids in the pool and we sparked up the grill and made burgers and just, it was just us. Yeah. You know, nobody came over yesterday. Nobody. And I just want to point out that, hey, put that on the board as a, <laughs> the things that Renee wants, Renee got. <laughs> that after we had a house full of people all weekend, we got the day to recover. But, but we even, did. It was nice. It was nice. But even the, the house full of people this time was just, it was chill. You know, it wasn't go, go, go. We want to do this. We yeah. want to do that. Let's party. Let's wake up. Let's. You well, know. I think your sister was feeling a little under the weather, and then I think the one-year-old really, you know, the wore grandbaby oh, wore man. them out. Yeah, he's such a cute little kid too, and he he was he's so. But he did end up crying at five o'clock in the morning on on Saturday morning, and because I'm in that like daddy, is it mine? Yeah, yeah. I, I woke up like, oh crap, is that? Is that my kid? Uh-huh. What's going on? Do they need help? Like, you know, you have that like, you know, instinct about you once you have kids. But um, all in all, great, great weekend and, and really enjoyed our time together and hanging out. And Was it weird to not go on stage? Yeah. Or did you feel um, like you needed um, the weekend off? It's nice to have the weekend off. But, but you know, and, and it worked out perfect because this next four weeks is going to be insane. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be crazy. So... It was nice and, and I just feel like we were in such a pivotal place with the set for then you to take a weekend off that going back this week is going to be like a little, but I, I need it. I need, and I've learned that I do need days off because, um, I do when I work consecutively and I do the set over and over and over and over again, I do get, um, complacent. I do get bored with the set. 
Um, it does go into autopilot. So yeah. when I have a week off, <clears throat> it, it is exciting to like, now I'm like, okay, like I'm ready to get back on stage. I'm ready to do my thing, yeah. you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, having a week off, it, it is nice and I do need it. Now the scary part is, you know, writing that new set once we film, but, um, Saturday, the filming is in San Antonio, Texas. Um, if you've ever, ever, ever thought about coming to Texas, we'd love to have you come to the show, spend a couple days in San Antonio. Uh, the Tobin center where we're performing is absolutely it's beautiful. It's a beautiful theater. Yeah. It's a beautiful theater. We'd love to have you be a part of the special on Netflix that I think is going to change our lives, uh, forever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Forever. Cause I mean, and I say forever because you know, if, if my career were to die, if I just stopped doing stand up, yeah, then I would just kind of fade away. I would just kind of be like, Oh, I remember that guy. We used to go to his shows. Uh huh. Um, but after this special, I think it's going to be that I know that guy, where is that guy? And it's, it, I will be forever a stand up comedian. Oh, you mean, sorry, I wasn't following your train of thought. I was trying to like listen and understand where you're going. So you're saying like, if you just stop doing stand up now, no big deal. But you think after this special, got it. Okay. I think so. Yeah. You know, I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I mean, at this point, you've, I don't, you've done a lot of specials and it's just hard to anticipate how one thing will affect another. And then I think. I don't know. We have no idea. I feel like I don't make, after, after living through a pandemic, I make no predictions <laughs> about this world because I don't know what's going to happen between the time we film it and the time we release it and what's going to be happening when we release it in the world. You just feel like, and it, look, it might not do anything. Yeah. You know, it, it, my career might stay exactly where it is right now. I don't know. I, I don't think that's the case. I think, um, I think that we have enough people out there in the world that love us, that care about us, that like what we do, um, that when we release this special, that they will be our mouthpieces. They will, yeah. they will then go out and say, hey, this is our guy. We think he's great. Watch him. Um, here's a story about you know, him and his wife. Yeah. You know, we, uh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, well, I think you know, for it to be going to Netflix, I think we live in a world now where... Because you had a special on Netflix before, but I think now we live in a world where a lot more people have Netflix than ever before. So the fact that it will reach that audience. And two, last time you just got buried in the Netflix algorithm and, you know, it didn't yeah, get they didn't seen. Care. It didn't get seen. And, yeah. and, you know, just to put it into perspective, when I, when I got, when I sold my special that me and you produced to Netflix for no money, um... I only had 10,000 fans on my fan page. Really? 10,000. Oh, yeah, because it wasn't until we clipped it out that, that it, it like that went it nuts. Up. Yeah. So, you know, when I'm talking to that 10,000 people saying, hey, are you watching my special? Well, you're going to get, you know, three, four, five percent of that, right? Yeah. So that's not a big audience, right? Well, here we sit all these years later with over three million social media yeah. followers and family to then go and share. Yeah. Right. And go, then go and let people know, Hey, this guy is great. Right. Yeah. So 
Yeah, um, but the the Facebook algorithm and all that BS like changes constantly too. So right, it's just a, you know what? If you are a fan of Steve Trevino, please go to his website. And I feel like this is one we have to tell them like sign up for your email list so that they know. Please, please sign up to the email list because you know things change. I mean, even and and you know I love TikTok. I mean, TikTok is the pulse right now. I mean, yeah. TikTok. I mean, there's things that I know that you're like, what? That happened. And it's because I'm watching TikTok, yeah. right? I like don't, like Renee had no clue that Vegas was flooding. No, I didn't know. Right? Lori, did you know? You're on TikTok. Did you know Vegas flooded? Now I know because everyone's talking about no, I heard of Burning Man. Yeah. That was all Vegas. Yeah, that whole area, right? And then Burning Man, everybody's stuck in Burning. But all well, we didn't get out of bed yesterday morning. We were just watching video of the people in posted of Las Vegas flooding. Dude, it's great. I mean, but but TikTok is, but, but. You know, now that, that TikTok is becoming a, a bigger monster, I'm now starting to see a lot of ads. Are like, you? Oh, yeah. They're starting before, even six months ago, right, Lori? Yeah. Y- you're not getting ads. Mm-hmm. And, and now it's like literally ad, 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 ad content. Yeah. yeah. Right? So my point is that, that you know, and, and like Facebook, for example, I see the same shit. It's boring. Facebook has gotten to the point where it's like, well, here are the same 15 people. And even when I refresh the feed, I'm like, oh, you just gave me the same feed again. I didn't even get new content. I didn't get to see what some of my That's because you've been on it so long. There's new (laughs) content. Well, no, but but what my point is that, that, you know, at one point we would communicate with all our fans on Facebook. Yeah. Well, then they went to Instagram. So then now we communicate with all our fans on Instagram. Yeah. Well, now they jump to TikTok, right? So so in order to really get it, uh, 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 to know when we're coming to your town, get on the email list. Yeah. To know what we got going on, get on the email list because then we can let you know directly and make sure that you're getting that information. Yeah. Right? Because... Uh, inevitably every single city that I leave, there's 15 to 20 messages that go, what you were in Charlotte. I missed it Yeah. all the time. So how do we, how do we stay in touch? Right. Yeah. Is, is email list, but it was nice to, to be home. We're, we're really struggling, um, with Delilah, uh, and her, her potty situation. She is, uh, and and it, it, I'm going to say this uh-huh. and people might think I'm crazy, but we have a very, very, very intelligent two and a half year old. She, yeah. she speaks like a five year old and disgusting. Oh yeah. What did she say this morning? Incredible. She said, that's incredible. No, she <laughs> is. She is. Very, I mean, she dresses herself. Puts on she her makes shoes her herself. bed in the morning. Do you know she, that? She makes her bed in the morning. She, I mean, she is a very, very intelligent young lady who definitely speaks her mind, who has no problem communicating. However, for whatever reason, she's just... Not, and, and I told Renee, I, I go, Renee, I think we got to take her to the doctor because something is going on. Yeah. Because the fact that this intelligent little girl who completely understands what to do... And I, I was telling you the other day... I had, so I had taken her to the potty because now we put on a timer to make sure that we take her to the potty. So I had taken her to the potty and then l- literally, and she pottied. Uh-huh. Five minutes later, she was in her room 
trying to change her panties. And I said, I said, Delilah, what happened? And she looked at me and she was, I'm sorry. She was, don't be mad at me, daddy, please. And I could tell in her face and her voice that, that she was looking at me like, I didn't want this to happen. Yeah. I didn't do it on purpose. I don't know what happened. Yeah. Please don't be upset with me. Like I'm trying. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. I mean, I mean, maybe there's a parent out there that, that, um, has been through this or, or I, I, it's hard because for a lot of it, it just seems like she's so involved in what she's doing. And she is a very stubborn personality that she thinks she can hold it long enough until she really has to go. So there's, I mean, there's a big part of it that I think she doesn't want to walk away from whatever she's doing or playing with to go to the restroom. Because when we take her, I don't need to go. She like screams and loses it, you know? Um, And she seems to do better when we are like out in public and we're going from one thing to the next. And it's like, well, we're, about to get in the car, so you have to pee, or you know those kind of situations. But I don't know. Yeah, it's I, it's hard to know. decipher it's, what's it's happening. It's hard to figure. I'm just so shocked because D- Delilah is extremely intelligent. As a matter of fact, at her daycare, they have her with five year olds. They don't have her with the two three year olds, four year olds. No, they they do. That's the way that it's, they call it a community. And that's right. the way it's set up. Each class, there are three different classes and all three classes have three to five-year-olds. So the idea is that the older ones teach the younger ones. Well, and the but younger but ones Delilah's two and ones. a half. Yeah. She's not three. Yeah. She's two and a half. And she's, she's so very vocal and so attentive and, and, you know, constantly learning things and going up to me going opposite. Big, small. I mean, like, yeah. she's so, I mean, so it's just weird to me that a, a kid as intelligent and, and, and a kid that can communicate the way she communicates is having trouble with the potty and the fact that she sat on the potty and then five minutes later had an accident. Yeah. Well, right. so, sometimes it's because she she's like such a little busybody. She doesn't want to sit still. So she doesn't, you almost have to remind her to like, Hey, are you sure you're done? You know, or like the other day she thought she had to poop. So she sits down, she pees and then she's like, okay, peace out. And she goes off running. I'm like, wait a minute. You said you had to poop. You said you had to poop. Come back. Which by the way, we were, we were playing body slam and wrestling and, and Garrett was like, ah, like he just jumped (laughs) because he was wrestling on top of Delilah. There's poop in there. Like you freaked out. (laughs) And then immediately I was like, Renee, yeah, there's poop. It was, uh, it, I don't know, we're, we're, we are having trouble with that, and it, it, it does. It I does. also think I'm hoping. She's little. She, I mean. Yeah, well, and we've talked about, like, the last two weeks being such an adjustment. I talked to another mom, and she said even her, like, with going back to school, and she said even her 10-year-old was just exhausted and, like, came home, had an emotional breakdown, and laid on the floor and fell asleep after school. I think I think the last two weeks have been intense for those of us who have returned back to school. Well, and and, and Delilah, you know, we were talking about it this morning. Delilah is so much different than Garrett. Garrett, Garrett, when he's tired, he cannot function. When he is tired, he is grumpy. He has an attitude problem. He cries. He has meltdowns. He, Garrett cannot function. Tired. Like, are you describing me? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Delilah, on the other hand, like me, can function tired. Oh, she wants she's, to be at the party. If she's tired, she's still happy and she's still going. Yeah. And you don't notice that she's 
really that tired because she doesn't show that she's that tired. But Garrett was like that with, with illness. Garrett was is such oh, a tough yeah. kid that by the time he complained about his ear infection, we would take him into the doctor. The doctor would be like, oh my God, why, why haven't you brought the him The doctor would be like, he has double ear infection and strep. And I was like, well, he never had a fever. Yeah, he never <laughs> acted like he was sick. He never complained that he was sick. He didn't say that he was hurt. Yeah. Like it wasn't until this, like, oh my God, it's really bad. So Garrett, when it comes to sickness, is very, very tough. And Delilah, when it comes to functioning while she's tired, yeah. has no problem. Although food, she's not that way with food. Mm-mm. She has to eat. Yeah. Oh my gosh, dude. Yesterday at the restaurant, she smashed. <laughs> like I turned around, I was like, I go, Renee, did she finish that entire thing of pasta? And we were both like, oh shit, I guess so. Well, cause she's kind of at that age where like sometimes I feel silly ordering her, ordering for her off the children's menu, especially depending on the price of the children's menu. Cause I'm like, is she actually going to eat it? Like, should we just give her off of our plate? But yesterday she killed that whole kid's kid's meal. Smashed it. I was like, oh. But, but again, I, you know, I, you know, Renee and I have different views on food for kids. You know, um, Renee is like, you got to eat, sit down and eat, make, you have to eat. And I'm more like, dude, they'll eat when they're hungry. If they're not hungry, they're not hungry. Like, I, I hear, I'm not about like, I'm not about, and you have to sit and finish your food, like clear your plate. I'm not like that, but I think like, Hey, we're all eating. I've cooked and then I want to be done and clean the kitchen. Like this is dinner time. We're not going to go in five minutes before bedtime. Well, say, I'm hungry. She's like, I'm not hungry. Like I am not hungry. And I'm, and she's like, eat that protein. You got to eat that. I made that for you. And I'm like, dude, it- no. Cause again, that's like the restroom situation with her. A lot of the times is that she just doesn't want to sit. She wants to go play. And when she gets hungry, she will eat like she did yesterday. She smashed an entire plate of penny pasta. Yeah. I mean, no, Garrett too. I think, well, Garrett goes through these phases of like, doesn't eat much at all. And then he has these growth spurts where I'm like, yeah, bro, can I have another corn dog? I'm like, you just had three. Yeah. I need another corn dog, dad. I'm still hungry. I'm like, okay, here's another corn dog. And then he'll have, but and then he'll go two weeks like that. And then just not that hungry. Yeah. You know, I just can't believe how much like my sister's girls, <laughs> I mean, they're teenagers. <laughs> But oh my gosh, they sleep and they sleep and then they disappear and sleep and then and then they're up and then they sleep and I'm just like I'm like Victoria, she's like teenagers. That you know, all three of them are are cheerleaders and very very active and and um, great kids. But man, they sleep and poor Garrett. Garrett doesn't sleep, so he wakes up at six. Oh, my cousins aren't up yet. One of my cousins yeah. gonna be up. <laughs> and then he'll come. He'll announce to the whole house. It's ten o'clock. They're asleep. <laughs> Nene's still asleep. And then it's 11, Dad. Uh, Victoria said, wake him up at 11. Can I wake him up? <laughs> Mom, they sleep two-thirds of the day. Like, using his <laughs> fractions. They sleep two-thirds of the day, Mom. Do you think that's acceptable? He asked me. <laughs> Those, I, I mean, I guess I don't, I don't remember as a teenager sleeping uh, that much. I remember sleeping more. Like, I remember there was definitely a time when... On the weekends, I like needed to catch up, and I was sleeping more. But I don't remember. I mean, I, I've always, I mean, I've always been a busybody, right? I've always, yeah. I love waking up. And you probably didn't. I love waking up. I absolutely love waking up. Yeah. I love this earth. I love people. 
I love life. I love being active. I love being busy. I love my yard. I love my family. I love, I yeah. love life. Like I love, 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 love life. Yeah. I love being on stage. I love being on the road. I love doing things. I, lo- I mean, I love it all. <laughs> I like to drink. I like to gamble. I like to hunt. I like to fish. I, li- I like everything. Yeah. I just love life. Yeah. You know, but again, that's, that's my personality. Yeah. You know, I like people. I like having people over. I find people interesting. I like being busy. I like not being busy. I just love life. Yeah. I love to wake up. Love it, love it, love it. There will come a day that I don't wake up and that's going to bum me out. You know, but yeah. I love, love, love life. You know, I, and I think Delilah's like that. Yeah. Delilah wakes up and, and you know, Garrett, you know, when, when he was Delilah's age, was very grumpy in the mornings. And I'd have to, like, let him know, like, hey, we wake up with a good attitude and we're positive and we feel good about life. You yeah. know, and Delilah, she wakes up, she needs two minutes to get the eye boogers out. <laughs> and then, wake up! Wake up! Mom, <laughs> mom, dad, dad, I'm up. It's me, Delilah. I'm hungry. Wake, I'm hungry. I'm dead. Del- it's me, Delilah. So, I, I don't know. I mean, we, we did have a great weekend, and I'm looking forward to this weekend in San Jose. Yeah. To work they ended out, up adding shows in San Jose, San Jose, didn't they? Uh, well, I mean, I think by the time this airs, we could say that they did. Yeah. Um, but we were very close to that. Yeah. Um, super excited about San Jose. Super excited about Irvine Improv. Um, just because I, I really, really want to see. And then I was like, oh, my God, because I've been thinking about it a lot. About you know, the set? What have you been thinking set. about? Yeah. You know, like, I don't know if there's a way to, like, put comment cards on the audience tables, right? Like what? What would you ask? I don't know. Like, what, do, do what would you, be the question on do, the comment do card? Do you want to, you know, what order do you like the set? But they what, don't know what, that unless what, they've seen it more than once. What bit resonated most with you? Oh, right? there you go. What bit would you like to see at the end, right? What bit did you dislike? Right? Do you really want to open it up for comments like that? Uh, yes. Going back to the podcast last week, that's how you learn. You yes. learn by adjusting. I mean, even on this podcast where, you know, people go, gosh, I just wish you wouldn't say fuck so much. Well, I have taken that note and I try not to we, say. That's true. I try, I try not to say it because, you know, if, if, it, if somebody thinks that I say it too much, I try to not say it as much. Yeah. You know, in the beginning it was. Hey, you keep cutting Renee off. Let Renee talk. Well, I have tried to adjust. I can't look at those people and go, well, fuck you or F you. Right? <laughs> I can't. I hear you. I hear you. I, I like, I take criticism. I, I put that criticism in my brain. Uh-huh. I think about that criticism. Yes. And then I adjust. Yeah. You know, accordingly to what I think, right? Right. What feels you know, authentic to you. To me, what right. still feels in line with you. Yeah, you know. I hear that. Well, it's like in the beginning, you know, because I, I grew up so country, you know, I grew up, you know, plaid Wrangler shirts, mm-hmm. cowboy boots and jeans. Yeah. And I remember you telling me, you're the one that started kind of changing my outfit because you were like, gosh, Steve, you look really country. But I was like, but I am country. Yeah. And then you were like, yeah, but do you need to tuck in your shirt? Do you need to wear the, the pearl snaps all the time? Do you, you know, so we started. Yeah, kinda, it was just like the image you're putting out so there. So I still wore my cowboy boots, but I'd wear. Not turning a, people off. A t-shirt. Yeah. You know, because I did agree with you that not everybody is 
country. <laughs> That's funny. Before it was tank tops every day, it was plaid pearl snap shirts every day. <laughs> well, during the day, I got to wear my tank tops. I mean, it's too hot. And, and, and tank tops last forever. So I Because the armpits don't get dirty? I told you that. All the places that get gross and wear out are already gone. So it's perfect. Um, no, you know what I was thinking? Because you were talking about the comment cards. Um, we... We need to get the sets on film, like in the same night, in the, the same room. Yeah, so San that Jose can, has the ability to do that. So that we can compare the flow of the show. So you yeah. can do it both ways. San Jose and, has the ability to do that. I will not watch it. I do not watch I will. myself. I do not watch myself. I hate my voice. Every time I watch myself, I cringe. I know. I, I just can't handle it. I know, it. I know. I have never, just so you guys know, I have never, ever seen one of my specials. Yeah, you won't sit through and rewatch it. He won't. Even in the editing process, it's really frustrating because um, we want your feedback and we want you to feel good about it. And you, I don't think you can even sit through a whole edit. Oh, you, dude, Rick, in the beginning when Rick and I first started working together, Rick would be like, hey, uh, I just got this one first pass on, on your special. What do you think? And I'm like, great. <laughs> He's like, well, I need you to watch it. I'm like, it's not happening. Like, it's not. But, but again, going back to last podcast, I trust Rick. Rick yeah. is a comedy fan. Rick understands who I am and what I am. And I trust Rick to do his job. Yeah. And, and, and it has proven to be very successful. I feel like if I get into the nuts and bolts, and then I start going, getting nitpicky with, wow, man, I don't like that and change that. And I think I'd wear Rick out. And it's just not worth it to me because I don't ever see myself the way other people see myself. Yeah. Right? Kenny Rogers in an interview said this amazingly. And I, anytime somebody says something really cool, I okay. just remember it. Yeah. Right? Um, and one of the things he said, he goes, we are, we are three people. I've, I've told you this. Yeah. Before. You tell, you've told me this a lot. Yeah. We are the people that we think we are. We are the people that other people think we are. Mm -hmm. And then we are who we are. Yeah. Those are all three different things. Yeah. You know, all three different things. I am who I think I am. I am who I am. And I am who other people think I am. Yeah. Right? So you are three things. So who I think I am is not what you guys think I am or what the general audience thinks I am. So if I go to Rick, I want Rick to have that. The perspective. The perspective of the outside looking in. Yeah. Going as a comedy fan and as a Steve Trevino fan, which I'm pretty sure he is. Yeah. He goes and looks at the whole thing as a thing. Goes, oh man, I like the way this works. I like the way that it flows. This joke makes me laugh. I love that he did this. Yeah. Rick can go and do all that. Yeah. I don't need to do that. I'm. I would love to see both of them on tape because it's different when you are in the room with the audience and you feel their reaction. Versus when you are just watching something on tape. And so I, that's how people are going to experience this special, right? We're filming it so that everyone can see it, even if they can't come to a live show. And so I just, I'd like to see both orders. Well, I mean, I filmed. think that's the hard part for, for you and Rick is, you know, anybody will tell you that my live show is way funnier. Oh, it's just always a, like, it's you know, such a great time. Yes. I tell people all the time. The live show is different than what you see on television. However, I do feel like, and, and Rick can chime in on this. I do feel like we have gotten better at delivering on TV what it's like to be live. Yeah. 
What are your thoughts, Ray? What do you mean by that? I, I mean, live is a different experience than sitting in your living room and watching it on TV. Yeah, certainly. Well, I, a couple things. One is what I like seeing uh, from the um, tape stuff, you get you can get close on your face on some of your reactions. And some of your reactions are so funny. And when you're in a crowd, especially kind of far away, it doesn't always come across. <clears throat> but the laughs are like when you have laughs behind you, the side you, in front of you, which is going to be interesting. On this special, this will be your first special that's 5.1 surround. Oh, interesting. Right. I didn't think about that. Well, and, and as you were talking, I thought to myself, oh, this is a way of giving you a front row seat. Yeah. I just keep, right. Rick, when you say that too, I keep thinking about like we talked about the truck bit last week. Like I just keep thinking about the truck bit when you make those facial expressions and when you do those act outs. And yes, to feel like you have a front row seat. And well, I mean, I use my face a lot, yeah. right? I use my face a lot in my standup and that is a great way to, and, and that's another reason that, you know, when I do theaters, mm -hmm. I have to be bigger and it does bum me out that, I mean, fuck dude, when I said, I didn't mean to say fuck. Um, <laughs> you know, the, the, the comedy club in Charlotte, man, that bowl like that, uh -huh. man, that's a good room. Yeah. Right. And we still put 400 people in there, 380 but man, it felt close and it felt really, you know, intimate. And yeah. I felt like I could talk to that person sitting in the back row and connect with them. And, and I think that that's what we need to try to capture. Um, and the special is, do you feel like you know me? Do you feel like you're front row? Do you feel like, you know, I'm talking to you specifically? Yeah. Right. Because there are people that go, oh my God, it was like you were talking to me and you would stare right at me. Right. Yeah. Well, I have learned that if I stare at four or five different places throughout the night consecutively or consistently, then people go, you were looking right. You're at reaching me. all the room. Oh, yeah. my gosh. You were you were you were talking to me. Yeah. That's my dad. That's my dad's truck. That's my family. Right. But it's that connection that you're able to have in a live show. And which, by the way, I find it very interesting that. um Till Death, which we did with um, uh, a different production, not uh -huh. not Rick. The, the, one of the biggest comments that I would get from people is, oh my God, does this guy really need a laugh track? And it's like, <laughs> that's not a laugh track, dude. Yeah. That is... Real laughter, yeah. Real laughter. And, and I remember the, the producer of that show came to me and he goes, oh my gosh, I do a million of these. I've never had an audience respond that way, laugh that way. Yeah. He goes, this is great, Steve. This is, this, and he even told me that, that weekend, he goes, they're not going to believe it's your laughs. <laughs> These people are rolling. Right. Yeah. So, it, I mean, I think that's going to be, you know, one of the keys is, is how do we, how do we put people in the room? Yeah. Right. How do we get? Oh, people? I mean, there's no, there's nothing like a live show. There's there's something to be said. We talk when we talk about this all the time. When we say, you know, support the arts, support live theater, support live comedy, support magicians. There's nothing like being in the audience and sharing that communal experience. And with comedy, it's like on another level because you're literally like laughing and having an emotional response to something together. Well, but it's it's. I think some movies capture that. 
Yeah. You know, there are some movies and some directors that can When you're really, all in the theater trying to keep it together. Yeah, where you're like... <laughs> you can feel the people oh, around my God, you. I yeah, felt, that's true. I felt what that person was going through. I felt... Um, Renee and I just started watching Entourage again, which, by the way, Rick, you need to start watching again. Um, there's a... I did. I started watching it. How random. Did you have this conversation with Rick already? I don't think so. No, the reason I started was because Ari Gold in there is based off of Ari Emanuel, and that's who bought our company. Yeah, the dude, he was from WME, right? Correct. Yeah, so... Oh, funny. But what, what season are you on? Literally just started, I'm in episode like four. Oh, dude, first of all, I encourage you to watch it if you want to learn anything about Hollywood. That is the most Hollywood... <laughs> fucking shit like inside hollywood yeah it's like backstage yeah. you're 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 in the background of what's going on in hollywood but what i what i was getting to is that there was a moment that it was so awkward in a meeting where vince e ari sit down with the heads of warner oh. and i felt the awkwardness yeah. Like in my bedroom watching it with you uh-huh. at the end of the night, I was like, oh my God, this is awkward. Yeah. Like, but the director somehow was able to create and actors uh-huh. were able to create this atmosphere or was it one of those things where I'm like, I have been in those meetings where you're trying to crack a joke and they're just stone faced looking at you, Yeah. you know, but, but they were able to make me feel, uh, what they were feeling. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, Entourage, guys, if you're not watching that, I mean, it is definitely a slice of time back in the day. Yeah. Right. Of, and what's crazy is that's when I was, when that show was being filmed, that's when I was stomping around LA as a single guy. Yeah. You know, going to all the same nightclubs and hanging out with celebrities. And, you know, it was that moment for me of woohoo. Yeah. This is cool. And I'm hanging out with so-and-so and I'm hanging out at so-and-so and Oh my God, I'm at this party and there goes so-and-so and there's so-and-so and you know. That was also still when you had to wait every week for a show to come out. Yeah. You Back couldn't binge watch the show then. You had to wait every week for that for, show for to come out. For a Wednesday, right? And for, that 30-minute episode would fly. It's really, really good. And and I, I'm, I'm in, we're, Renee and I are in season two right now. Yeah. And coincidentally, there was a part where it got a little uh, verbally aggressive and Delilah walks in our room last night and we're oh, like, hey, let's turn that off. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> and she was watching. She was like, <laughs> well, no. And then, well, cause Lori, I had to back it up. So dude, I recognized her right away. Oh yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I, yeah. So Delilah comes in the room I'm like, Oh wait, I go, Renee, before I turned it off, cause I know Delilah's in the room. I go, look who we just saw. And it was, and I hate to say this cause I don't know how else to explain her. She is the big, big girl. From This Is Us. The twin sister. The twin Chris, sister. I, I want to say the actress's name is Chrissy Mettler. And she has yeah. she has a moment with James Cameron uh, in the episode where she just says something to him. And I had to pause. I go, Renee, look who that is. I fell asleep with Delilah after she came in. Did, did the character come back or that was it? That was it. That's it was all she had. Small. Yeah. But then it's crazy to go, here's the hottest guys in Hollywood at the time. Right? Adrian Grenier. Turtle, all those guys were so popular yeah. and so big and working like crazy and very, very famous. And then you have this girl 
who just gets a bit part. Now, and that, and has probably been grinding at it since then for a long time. But the tables have turned. Now she's the star. Yeah, she's the recognizable person, and I don't think the guys from Entourage have worked. Yeah, you know, and Jeremy Piven's doing stand up now, which is crazy to me. Was he never a st- he wasn't no. a stand up before Entourage? He started. I don't doing, know why I thought he was. When I left LA, he was he was just dipping his toe into stand up. Yeah. I had not ran into him, but people are like, dude, Piven's doing the Laugh Act. I mean, he has impeccable comedic timing in that show. And he's got such a, he seems like from that character has such a dry, cynical sense of humor. I could definitely see his, com- like him doing stand up he, comedy. He, he's one of the best actors on that show, in my yeah. opinion. I mean, he is fire. Yeah. He is great. You know, you, you really picture him as this. This. I wonder if he actually knew the guy he was port- his character was based off of. Oh, he had to have. Yeah. He had to have. I mean, no doubt about it. Rick, how similar are they? I want to know. I have not met uh, Ari Emanuel, so I'm not sure. Oh, you haven't? Okay. And now I'm like really curious how similar Well, because it's, it's loosely based on Mark Wahlberg's experience in Hollywood. Loosely based on real people. Yeah. Right? And that's what's cool, too, is there's a lot of celebrities that go in and out to make it feel even more real. Yeah. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. They you know, use real celebrity, like, cameos. They use uh, cameos. Real celebrity cameos. So you can, it really, but anyway, it's, it's a great show to watch, but I will warn you that it was a different time. It's, well, and it's dirty, I, and it's raunchy, and I think, it's like... It's very dude. Yes. One of the things... The I, whole goal is to get laid. I like it because it's inside Hollywood, but one of the things I will say that I do not like about the show, and I think as the seasons go on, there are some stronger, they implement stronger female characters, but in the beginning, it just feels like a bunch of hoes walking around. That's Hollywood. (laughs) That's Hollywood. That's pretty much Hollywood. Um, But but it's definitely a great show to watch. Um, So excited about our partnership with Aztec Chevrolet. It is growing. It is awesome. Um, I made an amazing video because... Uh, we were out there visiting with those guys, and, and they had, and I'm not a Florida guy, uh, but they had an amazing, amazing Bronco on the lot over at Aztec Chevrolet. I saw Chevrolet. your video. It was um, a pretty Bronco. Beautiful Bronco, 2,000 miles. Um, and then, of course, Aztec Ford uh, that's in Goliad. Uh-huh. And then, of course, now we have um, uh, Chevy uh, Uvalde Chevrolet. So you have options, guys. And our relationship with... with um, Aztec Chevrolet and that group is growing. Please support them. And a part of the reason they're growing is because you guys continue to support. So thank you. Um, Old Salt Coffee, Trevino 10. I will tell you that it is an, a more expensive coffee. It yeah. is. But I'm telling you right now that it's not, you don't have to go to Starbucks. This is better coffee than Starbucks. It's so good. It's delicious coffee. Um, so try we, it for me. Trevino we have 10. our monthly subscription, but our monthly subscription is not enough. We ran out and I thought, you know what? It's okay. I'm going to like go buy some nice coffee. I'll get the beans and I'll actually grind it. And Steve won't know. And we made it this weekend with our guests. And you're like, what? Is no this? bueno. No bueno. <laughs> Old Talk Coffee is worth the price. They are delicious. Trevino 10 is the code. Download Pick Cherries. Please send us a pick cherry. Show us you're using the. Oh, app. send us the pick cherry of Steve saying he's not going to use the f word, and then five seconds later using the f word. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but my oh my calves look amazing. I just looked in the video. Oh my goodness. Um, anyway, we love you guys so very much, Renee. You are absolutely beautiful. Don't ever doubt oh. it. 
You look great. Thank you. You smell great. You keep moving your hair around. I can smell it. <laughs> you can um, smell all the mousse and uh, <laughs> hair gel. Uh, we love you guys. Thank you for the continued support. And uh, we will see you soon somewhere on the road. Do us a favor. We are growing. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you. Like it is growing and we're yeah. getting much, much more comments. I don't know if I like it. On the podcast, yeah, you like, mean? Yeah. Like we're getting a lot of different opinions and a lot of different. And I'm like, hey, where's all the people that just agreed with us? <laughs> like, it's, not, it's not just our little community anymore. It's growing. It's growing. So thank you guys so much. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.